Direct TV Stream brings your live TV and on-demand favorites together like never before, so you can get all the entertainment you love without the hassle. And there's no annual contract. Get your TV together at directtv.com. Compatible device required. Content varies by package. Bag time. I want to give a huge shout out to our sponsor, Smooth My Balls, for sponsoring this episode. Smooth My Balls is next level for male grooming. They offer some of the best above the belt and below the belt razors and clippers, but that's not all they offer. They offer many other grooming accessories, but that's not even the best part. You ready for this? The best part is that they offer a 30-day money-back guarantee and free worldwide shipping. That means no matter where you at in this world, you're going to get free shipping. And on top of all of that, because y'all my peoples, if you use my discount code, you'll get 15% off your order. My discount code is CLUTCHTALK in all lowercase. That's C-L-U-T-C-H-T-A-L-K. Clutch talk, so there's no excuse to be out here looking like James Harden. Let's get to this episode, man. This is actually, I'll, t- I'll tell a funny story. I'll tell, I got a funny story. So, Juco, I hope my coach is listening. I want to be the best. I want to be the best. That's why I play the game. To be the best, you have to win. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the Clutch Talk podcast slash YouTube slash We Do It All. As always, I am your host, John. Very happy to be here. Junior, what's up, man? Yo, happy to be here. Excited for this uh, this different this different uh, uh, Clutch Talk episode today. Today we're interviewing a pro hooper. Like, that's different. Pro, ex-pro. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Hey, you pro at one point. Facts. Fact. We're really, really excited to have you on, man. So let me let the fans know a little bit, a, l- a, l- a little bit about you, man. So, guys, um, this is not only a, like how Junior mentioned a pro hooper, uh, a walking bucket, uh, one of the best basketball players to ever come out of FCF State. After me, <laughs> this is my guy, Israel. Hawk. Israel, how you doing, man? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. I'm very happy to be here. Thank you guys for having me. I appreciate it. Man, we, we, we're real excited to have you on, man. So today what we got planned is we got basically, uh, you know, a, a basketball journey interview. You know, Israel, I, I want to talk about uh, every every stage of your life and uh, in as far as relating to basketball and how it helped you reach the pinnacle. Because, you know, like how Junior mentioned, you did become a professional athlete, uh, a goal that most, you know, really strive to reach and you were able to to reach the pinnacle. So we, we're going to talk about that and, and how you got there. You You cool with that? Sounds good to me. Let's do this, man. Let's jump straight into it. So let's start from the beginning, man. So Israel, Houston, H-Town. That's where you were born, man. That's where you were born. And then at age two, you moved, you moved to L.A. And then at 14, mm-hmm. you, moved to, you moved to Palo Alto. You know, shout out to mom. She got the Ph.D. at Stanford. So from two to 14, you were in L.A. Are you over there in La La Land. Tell me how it was. How was it growing up? Because I bet you don't remember much of Houston. But uh, talk to me about L.A. 
Um, no, nah, it was cool. Um, it was just me and my mom in a two-bedroom apartment. Uh, grew up. She was very strict, big on school. So that was that was mainly what we focused on. She was always made sure I was on top of school. Uh, also made sure I had fun. You know what I'm saying? Supported me through sports. But funny enough, I started off with soccer. So I didn't even start playing basketball. Yeah. You started with soccer? Yeah, I didn't start playing basketball probably until like ninth grade. So I was a big soccer dude. Like, I mean, also, you know, played baseball, uh, a little bit of rugby. But soccer was like the first thing I started with sport-wise. So, yeah. So quick question. Favorite soccer player of all time? All time? Ooh, that's tough. Probably Messi. So yes, yeah. my next question was Messi or Ronaldo. So you go with Messi. <laughs> yeah, for sure, for sure, for sure. For sure. Yeah. Hey, Israel, I, I got to tell you, Junior is, you know, he loves the NBA. That's why he do the podcast, but he loves some soccer, man. He is yes, FC Barcelona all the way. <laughs> That's yeah. one A and one B in my heart right there, soccer and basketball. I grew distant from soccer once I picked up basketball. But, you know, I try to. There's some. There's too many players to keep up with, but you know, I try to watch a game every now and then. But yeah, soccer was was the first love for sports. Like that was my life, man. Man, that's awesome. You see that, Junior? Even even Israel know he had to give up the soccer and pick up hoop, man, because he know hoop is the yeah. way. Hoop is the much, way. Too much money. Yeah. Much no, money. no, for sure. And it takes a trip. And even if you I mean you got to go pro in anything, you got to have a tremendous level of focus, tremendous level of just determination to that. So. That's hella respect for that. Like that's 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 real solid. That's awesome though. Can't go wrong. Soccer, basketball, both great sports. Can't go. Okay. Yeah, can't go soccer though. Most definitely. Okay, so so Israel, so since you started with soccer, what was it like? Do, do you remember the day, or do you remember what it was, or the moment that you transitioned? Right, like for me, like I used to play some football. I remember I got blindsided. I got hit so hard, fumbled it, went out of bounds, and did the whole nine. And I remembered. I was like, man, from this day forward. I am a basketball player. So is there a moment for you or what happened to you, Israel? Um, I'd say once I moved to Paul Alto in ninth grade, um, they kind of, the, the coaches saw me. It was like, there was so many black kids. So they saw me. It was like, oh, like he got it. He got to be good at hoop. Like, let's, let's just put him on the team. And like, oh, you travel basketball? I'm like, I ain't never really played. They're like, no, nah, don't worry about it. So it was kind of like at that moment, because I think soccer and basketball were the same uh, season in high school. Yeah. So it was kind of like, let me, I was like, let me just see what basketball is about. Like, it seemed what all the cool kids was doing. Like, seemed like a cool way to make friends. Like, so I was like, let's let's do it. And ended up loving it. Um, so yeah, didn't look back. It was no hesitation. Once I once I chose basketball, it was just basketball from then on out. So so you started your your freshman year, which, you know, this takes us to the, the beginning of your basketball journey, your freshman year at, at Palo Alto High School. So that's where you originally started playing basketball because you mentioned that you picked organized. it up in ninth grade. I would say organized basketball. I mean, I went to the park every night with my friends, but that was the first time I was on an actual basketball team was ninth grade. Freshman. Okay, so t- t- tell me how your ninth grade year was, you know, first year of really playing some organized high school basketball. How was that? Uh, I don't I don't think it went too well. Um, I mean, I was always athletic, so that helped. But my skill was was really bad. Like, couldn't shoot, could barely dribble the ball. I think I just wanted to play defense and, and block shots. I think that was my my biggest thing. But it was fun. I definitely enjoyed it. Um, made some made some friends uh, freshman year. So I was because I was a new kid. So it was nice to have some people I could hang out with in a new city. So. 
It was cool. Okay. Okay. So, so, you know, you just, you just told us that freshman year was tough, you know, all the, all the skill, all the skills weren't there, but you did it, man. You, you, you did it and you, you end up, you end up becoming the top hundred player in California, man, for high school by the time your senior year rolls around. So tell, tell the listeners, cause I'm, I'm sure there's a lot of, you know, young kids out there. Yeah. Eighth graders who want to be just like Israel. They want to, they want to go play some <laughs> professional sports, man. They want to be just like Israel. And I'm sure they're listening and they want to know, okay, like maybe I'm not that good at basketball right now, but I want to get to that professional level. So how did you, how did you get there? Talk, talk to me about how you went from your freshman year, not having skills that you, you wanted to being a top 100 player in California. California? Stop playing with me, Israel. <laughs> I did a, I did my research. You was top 100 in California by your senior year. I didn't know that. That's for sure. I didn't know that. That's cool. Um, so how'd you make that jump? I think just finding something like finding something in basketball that you're good at and just sticking with it. Like my thing was always defense. Like I knew I wasn't the best shooter, wasn't the best scorer, but I knew I was going out there and play 100% on defense and. I don't know. You find that one thing, you just stick with it and try and perfect it. And defense was something that was able to take me all the way to overseas, which was cool. Yeah, Gary, P- Gary Payton Jr. here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in Israel GP. Okay. And it, oh. Israel, did did uh, did you choose like did you choose defense because you know as basketball players we know that defense out of all out of everything in the game of basketball it takes like really. The least skill just takes some grit, man. It just takes that dog in you. So, did you choose that because that freshman year, your freshman year, you felt that you didn't have the skills, or it was just something you leaned towards? It was just something I leaned towards. It was just, it just felt good to get a stop. You know what I'm saying? Get a rebound, get a block. It's like, yeah, let's let's go down and score now. So, and I was fortunate to play with some really, really talented athletes and scorers. So, I kind of just found my my spot playing defense. That was my thing. And I, I, I see you not lying because I know you had them five rebounds and three blocks per game. So you was out there like clink, Ooh. just blocking everybody, huh, Israel? Okay, I see you. Three blocks a game, that's aggressive, man. That's aggressive. He was out there every day. Little dudes up in Palo Alto. It was a little dude, so it was, it was two blocks. All right, all right. So, Israel, so your senior year, you, you end up being – top 100 in California did you did you end up receiving any offers out, uh, outside of like right out of high school no no scholarship no. not even community colleges was messing with you uh I had, you know I for sure had community I had like San Jose City uh Foothill they would come to practice but my mom was like yeah you're not you're not going Juco she was like did you, you want to go to Juco me? I didn't really know much about it like I never heard of it until like I said, the schools came and were like, oh, you guys, you want to come to this two-year program? I was like, I have no idea what it was. So I was kind of hesitant. And my mom was like, uh, no, you should experience the four-year four year college experience. So I kind of I went with that instead. Okay. So okay. I, actually quit, and- I actually quit basketball. So yeah, because I ended yeah. up not having scholarships. So it was like, I'm done. So- so right when you right when you graduated right which takes us to the to the next step in, in your basketball journey right when you graduated you went to go play Roadrunners the the AAU team was that after well, you graduated I, I played I played Roadrunners from I played after my sophomore and junior year I played Roadrunners okay. so two years so but you played so Road you, Run- go ahead Jenner no I was gonna say so when you took that no finished the Roadrunners because I had a separate question so you can finish I was the just, Roadrunners so. Question. From your sophomore year until you you graduated, you were you were playing for uh, your high school team and Roadrunners. No, so my senior year, I ended up playing. After my senior year, I played for Lake Show. It was like a senior team, basically like dudes trying to get recruited last minute. So 
it was a bunch of seniors basically playing against other seniors across the country. So that was cool, but again, ended up with no offers. So it was kind of just like, I guess I'm a, I'm a student now, no more athlete. So was that pretty much your last, like your last attempt at kind of trying to get a scholarship was when you played at the, yeah. you said it was Lake Show? Yeah, for the senior team. That was like my last, last little hoorah. But I mean, we were good. We won games, but ended up with no offers. That was, hey, and then what made you what made you want to keep pursuing basketball after that? After you know, because that could definitely be a little demotivating. Yeah, I was done. Like, I, was, I was over it. I was like, let me just let me study, be a student, just figure it out from there. And how did you how, how did you how did you deal with that? Because a lot of people, you know, have a real hard time with being able to deal with that. And what did, and another part I want you to answer to that question is what did you decide you wanted to do with your life? Because at that point, you know, you kind of had I guess decided that basketball was over. Uh, it, was, it was tough at first. I remember um, seeing my friends playing at schools, you know, it really, it really killed me, honestly, like, especially my first semester, I was, I was down bad. But as I started talking to people in my, uh, my building in Texas, uh, I realized that there was a lot of people that were going through the same thing as me. So we all had a similar struggle, which was cool to like, you know, what I'm saying talk to people and share how we were feeling with each other. So that definitely helped out. Um, and then we were playing intramural, like intramural basketball. <laughs> it was crazy. We we're a building a freshman. We beat, we won the championship for the whole school. Like, so we're being like seniors, juniors, everybody. Like, we were tough. Like, so that was kind of like at that moment, I was like, yeah, I gotta, I gotta figure out how to get back to basketball. Like, I don't know how I'm gonna do it, but I gotta, I really gotta figure it out. So what ended up happening was um, one of the old JUCO coaches that was recruiting me in high school, I hit him up, like, hey. I'm in Texas. I'm trying to come back to California and hoop. Um, what can I do? Because I wanted to leave after the first semester. He's like, just finish your finish both semesters, get your credits, um, and then come back and we'll talk and figure something out. So, finished out the year, um, and I was eager. I couldn't wait to get back to California. Like, tech, I don't know if you guys have been to Texas. Texas, it's a, it was it's one a, time, and it was so humid. I was right back on the plane. <laughs> It's different. Like the people are different, the vibes are different. It's just not California. Not to knock Texas. Still love Texas, but it's not California. And then not hooping. It was just like I just don't. I feel like I do not belong here. I don't fit in. So. And your mom was still in California at the time. Mom was in California at Stanford, so she was still back at home. So she was. She. she, Go ahead. Go ahead, John. No, 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 no. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. She was supportive at the end. She was just glad I finished out the year. I think that was her thing. She wanted me to finish out the year just like the coach did. So I was glad I was able to, you know what I'm saying, finish out the year, graduate, or not graduate, transfer with the 3.0, which was which was a big deal for me too. So that 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 definitely is a big deal, man. People don't understand student athletes, they gotta work basically. It's like working two jobs. And then sometimes you got another job, man. So yeah. that definitely is is it's props to you, Israel. You finished that 3.0, but I I, I want to talk about uh, that the that year off that 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 you took right. So you went back, you went back to to, to Texas, and you mentioned in, in that year off, you know, you talked to a lot of people and you 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 played in in the murals, and that's what got you to to come back. But wh- what kept you motivated? Because you know, if you hit up that coach in Cali, you had to know in your mind, oh, I got to get working. I need to yeah. get working on my game. My game need to be sharp. So when I come back to Cali. I'm a whole different player. So what kept you motivated? Was it the, the love for basketball? Was it you saw you were killing intramurals or what was it? Um, just the love for basketball, man. Like, like once you, once I lost it and realized I didn't have it, I was like, nah, I got, I got to get this back. Like, I don't yeah. care what I have to do. Like, 
I got it. I have to, I have to hoop. So a lot of us in the building, we would just go hoop late at night. We'd, we'd be at the outdoor course, 1 a.m., humid, just hooping. Like, it was fun. Like, it was, it was really fun. So it was a good time for me to really, I wouldn't say develop more strength, but being out in Texas, like, the basketball is different. Like, you had to be tough. Like, that's that country strength. I, I used to get bullied the first couple, you know what I'm saying, first couple months because, oh, you from California. Like, soft. Y'all, y'all, exactly. Y'all soft. So, yeah. To develop some, you know what I'm saying, some physicality and more of like grit to my game. So I definitely, I definitely, th- I'm thankful for my time in Texas for sure. So that, that that was my next question to you. Is that what you feel that you got out of out of Texas? You know, taking that that when you got the grit and that strength, that countryman strength. It's different for sure. I came back, dudes were like, oh, "Okay, like, where were you at?" I'm like, "Going a little more volleyball." Yeah, exactly, exactly. And That's- were you? Were you not trying to hoop? At, did, did you not try to walk on at the, at the, the the school you were at in Texas? I was I was over it. I was very over it. Like I didn't really care for all that. I just want I just wanted to have fun. You know what I'm saying playing basketball. Um, but yeah, I didn't I didn't even cross my mind really to try and walk out, walk on, or or try because I was already I was already set on coming back to California. So okay, yeah, okay, okay. So so then let's move on to the next next journey, Israel. So. You come back to Cali, man. Like Biggie, you come, you coming right back to Cali. So let me ask you. I think you just, I think you answered the question uh, a couple, a, a, a couple of statements statements ago. You said that you called the coach. Did you call the coach at, at Canada Community College in Redwood City, or did you come out in here in Cali on a leap of faith? No, no, no. no. I contacted the uh, coach my first semester in Texas. I said, "Hey, um, I want to come back. What do I have to do? Like, can you help me?" So what ended up happening was. Um, Came back to California, started some workouts uh, at Kenyatta. I had never heard it. I had really never heard of Kenyatta, some random school on the hill in Redwood City. Um, started some workouts. I'm like, oh man, like these dudes are like kind of legit. Like, I don't know if I'm gonna make the team. Like, I don't know. Like, I don't know if I'm gonna fit in. Like, damn, like this is gonna be crazy. Like, did I mess up? Did I, I, I was hesitating. Like, damn, did I mess up? Should I go back to Texas? Like, is this the right move? So that was yeah, that used that really killed me at first when I first got to Kiata. But as the summer workouts went on, got a little more comfortable, um, worked on more skills, I would say. And then yeah, season started. Uh <laughs> let me just get that. We were five and twenty-two <laughs> my first year. He said, let, let me just get that out of the way. We were five and twenty-two. <laughs> I am not even gonna try to hide it. <laughs> Just in case you pulled that one up, we were trash, like really bad. Like getting getting hit by 30, 40 points. It was we were on balls live. We played City College. We lost by like 60. You could you could find a clip. It was it was bad. Like, you have a bunch of like Israel just getting dunked on by like heat drops, people dunking on it. It was bad. But um nah, it was cool. Um I think I averaged about like 20 points a game. So I was able to get the um, first team conference, um, which was cool, even though we didn't win anything. It was a cool, you know, small accolade that was like, okay, you made, you made the right decision. You're starting to move. Yeah. Half. So yeah, we were five and 22 though. <laughs> it was embarrassing, but. Hey, but you were getting your buckets, putting up 20 points yeah, a game. Yeah, for like, sure, for sure. You were getting sure. your buckets. You know what I mean? Like the, t- you, like the team might be ass, but I'm not, you know? <laughs> Yeah, really? we, had, we had a great group of guys. Like, 
um, great coaching staff, you know what I'm saying? People that really believed in us and, and wanted us to be great. So I was, I was very grateful for that as well. And honestly, sometimes it's just all it takes. It's just some time, you know, kind of just playing together. Because honestly, you could have a great team and still have a bad record if you guys just don't have that chemistry, that, you know, that flow, that gel. But it seems like, you know, the more you play, you just kind of develop that. And, and then that's, you know, you guys are going to go from 5-22 to, you know, 6-21. and 21. No, you, just, you know, you just kind of keep growing and, and getting better. Yeah, you know? so, so the next, the second season, though, we uh, – we had a complete turnaround. We ended up going to the final four. Um, I think we only lost like five games, but we had a we had a whole new squad. Like we kept only, I want to say like three or four players from the first year, added a bunch of new dudes, and we were we were legit, much better team. Turnaround. Then we ended up being the best team in NorCal. So yeah. Yeah. It was a, it was a nice turnaround, I would say, for sure. Okay. Okay. And Israel, you know, you, you keep, you keep being super humble, man. You keep saying these small accomplishments, man. These are not small accomplishments. You were a, a conference player in, in, uh, in the, in, if you look up the community colleges in California, you're listed there as a conference player, man. You average 21 points per game, four rebounds and four assists. That is not a small accomplishment. Shout out to you. Congrats, man. Cause you were out there doing it. I appreciate it. Like, and that's a consistent basis. Like, I don't even be getting 20 points in pickup. Like, that's <laughs> that's legit for sure. That was like my best year of basketball ever, though. It never never happened again. But that that first year, Kingado, I would say was my my best year of hoop. Hey, but you did it. So so let me ask you this, Israel. Most people don't really realize that you know any ba- any college basketball, whether it be uh, university, division one, division two, community college, is different. It's not high school basketball. It's not your AAU. It is a just totally different type of physical game. The physicality is. JUCO is different. JUCO like, is different. It's I'll, have y'all seen the uh, what's the TV the, show on Netflix? On, on Netflix, The Last Chance You. It's different. Like people do not make it out. I've seen some of the best players, like hands down not make it out it's, it's and, and why do you think that is why do they not make it out if they have the skill for it it's a lot of things it could be grades mentality politics. support politics it's a lot it's a lot of different things that go into it um i was fortunate enough to make it out um in a long and, my- and what do you think what do you what can you attribute to that like uh, you know what what did you use as you know motivation or keep focus to just make sure you didn't slip into you know I the path of so 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 other so many other great basketball players I just wanted. I just wanted to move forward. I, I didn't want to stay where I was. I knew. I knew I wanted more. Um, I didn't know how or where, but I knew JUCO was not my peak for me. I had to. Had to keep pushing. I had some teammates. Um, three of my teammates: Kenny, Krishan, and G. Shout out to them. I don't know if y'all gonna see this, but those three definitely pushed me through. We all pushed each other to make it through JUCO. Um, and we were all fortunate enough to transfer to the next level. So, I think. I think having those teammates, um, support for my family and a, a great coaching staff also helped. Like a lot of, I won't say a lot, but some of these Jugo coaches really don't know what they're doing. Like they try and run like, a, like an AU program or- A high school team. High school team, it, it doesn't work like that. Like you have to be fundamentally sound. You gotta have a good team. You gotta know what you're doing. So I was fortunate yeah. to all that. Definitely, definitely. And Israel, you know, I-, I I did. I didn't want to ask you. I, while you, you know, while you, while you were there, uh, again, like I was saying, most people don't really realize the physicality of, of of the game in college. So, 
did you have like a welcome to college? You know, you know, they have to welcome to the pros moment, you know, and we'll get there. But did you have a, a welcome to the community college moment where you just stepped on the court and you thought you were about to play some high schoolers, but no, you out there playing oh, game. some First red game. shark 26 year olds. <laughs> exactly. You're playing, you're playing grown men. People don't realize that you're playing like 25 year old. That's been red shirting. Yes. That are just like, okay, let's go out and hoop. I think we played, uh, my first year we played Sac City. I'm like, oh, like, Sac ain't got no hoopers. Like, <laughs> Kings suck. Like, oh, it's, it's cool. <laughs> it's the Kings suck. So, came out, I had like 3,000 the first two minutes. I was like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. This is real. Like, this This is not no pickup ball. This is This is real, real basketball. So, I think at that moment it was just like, okay, I got to – I can't get away with stuff I got away with in Texas or in high school. Like I got to really be on my stuff. And was there, was there a, a period of adjustment? And, and if so, like for how, like, were you like not playing as well as you should have because you weren't used to the physicality? That first, the whole first year was just, um, just kind of a whole like learning experience. Like every game was like, okay, let's see if this works. Let's see if this works. You know what I'm saying? Let's see what these people are doing. Like, you start to you start to build confidence too. I think that was part of it was just getting the confidence. Like I was nervous. I was, my first couple of games, I was nervous as hell. Empty gym though, but still, it's like these are these dudes are windmilling and warm ups. Like pulling up from half court. Like this is not yeah. this is not normal. Like these dudes are serious. Like they're competing for the same stuff I'm competing for. We all trying to transfer. So I think. As time went on and more towards my second year, I realized, okay, like it's, it's time to go. Like this is this is the last run right here. You can't, you got to cross the finish line. You can't get stuck out here in JUCO. You have to make it out. But besides that, that Sac State story, uh, what um, do you have any stories of anybody anybody cooking you? You cooking somebody? Just any any stories of y'all that are funny moments or whatever. Yeah, one story, so. Uh, my first year, we had this dude. Uh, I'm not gonna say the names. Great player, awesome dude. You know what I'm saying? Great guy. Coach cut him. I don't. I still to this day, I don't know why what happened. But a coach, our coach cut him. So we go to a tournament in Shasta, and um, this dude walks by, like random dude. He must have known the guy got cut. And he like, oh, like where's so and so at? Uh, they're like, oh, we cut him. Like he's like. Y'all cut him like the best player, like, oh y'all, like basically you drunk like to the coach, <laughs> coach like you're drunk like what are you doing like, so whatever, we go we play our first game, we play uh, Shasta, get twenty popped, we're new we don't know any teams whatever, come to find it Shasta's like the worst team in the state like for <laughs> being like the worst team. I was about to say that dog, dude. <laughs> Dude, come up to us after the game is like, damn, y'all lost to Shasta? Like, y'all just <laughs> and like, y'all cut him. Hey, y'all might as well get on the bus. We had two more games. Y'all might as well go back, take that AR drive back home. Like, <laughs> so it was, it was, that was a funny moment. Um, I'm trying to, it's so many. And Juco was just like, you can't explain the thing. You can't that, escape that life. You can't, you can't even explain it. Like, if I told you things, you'd be like, damn, no way. Like, like, it's just like things like, Literally on the, the the last chance you is literally the JUCO experience. Like dudes like coming out of jail, two strikes yeah. out there hooping. Dudes with ankle monitors. Uh, Shout out KCP. 
Shout, hey, shout out KCP, man. We about, <laughs> we about to trade. We'll get to that later. We're going to trade him, though. We need to trade him. We're going to get to that. <laughs> it's just like things, things I saw coming from, I mean, Palto is like a, you know what I'm saying, a pretty wealthy area. So coming from that and going to Juco, it was just, it was shifts of night and day. Like, wow, like this is, this is crazy. Like. It's a totally different lifestyle. And let me ask you something real quick. Road trips, we're on road trips, three of us in one bed. It's like, come on, man. This is crazy. Like, this is different. No, for, for, for sure it is. Let me ask you something real quick before we uh, we transition too far away from high school ball, but I wanted to try to get this question. And When you were at Palo Alto, did you guys ever run games against the teams in East Palo Alto? Because I feel like that's a different level of competition because they got some nice teams out there. Uh we play anybody i don't think we play any teams in east palo alto um i know our girls did because they had the east side prep that, that was like a legit girls team they were nice yeah um uh, we didn't really play anybody um we usually stayed like on the on the peninsula you know what i'm saying we ended up playing the private schools always in playoffs and getting whooped on played midi aaron Gordon gave us like 40 and 10 so you know y'all played dayla no, no, no. Thank, thank God. Hey, but we played, we played many, uh, when I was on the basketball team, uh, by choice, you know, no, but, uh, no, 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 we played, we played many, uh, when I was in high school and I actually got to see Aaron Gordon playing like live and man, like it was crazy. Like he's anybody who goes pro is just giving everybody buckets when they're in high school. And man, Aaron Gordon was like dropping, like I, I had a, I had a homie on the team. And like well, I've just seen him in English class, and then later on that day, just getting worked by by, by Aaron Gordon the same day, like fifty point, like it's just ridiculous. The, the difference, so like for somebody who's destined to go to the league and somebody who doesn't, it's just insane. Like yeah. it's just really, 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 really hey, I, big. I knew, really I knew after the first couple of plays, like he's going to NBA. I don't know when, but that man is about to get. He's going to be in the league for sure. So that it was unfortunate. But I'm saying. My my last game, or no, my last game, my senior year we played St. Francis, but junior year we lost to to Mitty. Losing to private schools both years sucks. So, what, yeah. what year did you graduate high school, Israel? Uh, 2012. D- did you play St. Ignatius with the whole like Trevor Dunbar whole shifty shifting thing? Uh, uh, we didn't play SI, but my uh, my best friend he went to SI. He was the point guard that played with me at Kenyatta Kenny. He went to he went to SI, so he was actually really cool with them. Uh, but no, nah, we didn't get a chance to ever play against SI. I wish okay. we did. Because I, I remember like uh, like around that time when like Yerry's Ye- Ye- finest and Ball is life was huge Ye- and the whole shift team. <laughs> they was all, they was crazy about that, boy. Yerry's <laughs> Ye- finest was crazy. Uh, that shift team was big. That was, that was, that was big, huge. Big move. And the mixtapes were hilarious. <laughs> the, that, the, was, the, that was the dream of high school. You'd be like, damn, I hope I want a mixtape. I want them to come to the game. I want. They never came to our games though, but it was it was always cool to watch them. It was it was definitely some motivation. Like, damn, like let me try this, let me work on this. So that was cool. Definitely, definitely, definitely. But all right, so before we move on to to the ne- the next section in in you know you know your basketball journey, when you really hit that collegiate university level, Israel, tell the fans uh, or anybody that's listening out there if they're because there's a lot of people that are that are stuck in that horrendous juco uh, juco cycle well you know you you go and you you can't make it out and you can't do this and you can't do that so you're just kind of stuck so and you being someone that made it out what's advice or you know piece of advice couple of pieces of advice that you would give somebody that's in that juco life right now you know struggling grinding like how you were you got to stay down stay down 
know what I'm saying? Don't hate on anybody. That was my thing. Like, you can't hate on your teammates. Like, everybody's going to shine eventually. Your time is going to come. So you got to just stay down, stay level-headed, and just grind it out. Don't – Okay. Another thing, another thing is I see a lot of t- today with kids is everybody sit on that D1, like, I got to go D1. I got to go D1. Like, don't, don't do that. Like people, I, I agree. People sometimes will turn down a free education just because it's D2. I'm like, what? They sold on D1. D2, D3, NIA. If you get to play college basketball, you're, you're in that top percentile. Not a lot of people. That's insane, bro. Like, some people don't even play high schools, let alone college. It's a, like, for small, sure. it's a small percentage. So if you have the opportunity, take it. Don't, don't, don't settle for that D1. I mean, obviously – you know what I'm saying? If you have dreams of, of pushing for D1, but push for it. But eventually it's going to be time for you to be realistic with yourself and your game. Like D1 might not be the option. Okay. Okay. I, I, I feel that. I respect All that. right, Israel. So next step in your hoop life, you did it, man. You made it out that scary, vicious cycle, that Jugo cycle, and you did it. You transferred to SF State, man. San Francisco. <laughs> go Gators, man. Go Gators. So besides getting cooked by me daily, <laughs> how was SF State basketball? <laughs> SF State was fun, man. Like it was it was a last minute decision. Um, but it was fun. Like I enjoyed it. Uh I ne- I mean, I growing up, I didn't really go to San Francisco much, so I didn't know much about it. So it was definitely a new experience. Um but it was nice to stay close to home, uh, have my family and friends local so they could come to games. Uh, yeah, it was cool. I was a little older, too, so I could, you know what I'm saying, go out and experience the city. Um, but yeah, definitely. Hey, I definitely can speak from, from, from a third party's perspective. Israel was walking around campus like that guy. Don't do was walking around Don't campus like that guy, and this he would he would pull up to the Mashouf with his little his little low top Kyrie's. And I had the same ones. And he would pull up to the gym, got the backpack on, knowing he got here. Like, Who gonna pick me up? <laughs> I have to give everybody the work right now. I was after I was done though with SF State. That was when I was just I was finishing up my last semester, I think, because the Mashouf the Mashouf wasn't done till my uh, the end of my senior year, I think. Yeah, that 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 was when you were just you were trying to finish up the degree, right? Yeah, I was trying to finish up. But and then you was on f- fucking intramural teams. I was pissed. I was like, why is Israel on intramural teams? This shit isn't fair. They didn't. My first, my first, uh, my senior, they didn't let us. Once we finished, they're like, oh yeah, you guys can't play. Like we had to like really take it to the board, and it was a whole. whole you remember that that tall ass Indian uh, brothers, the the two brothers hey, that, that that was over there. Hey, gosh. Yeah, them niggas, they always just try to play, too. I used to be like, bro, you niggas is seven feet tall. Like, why are you here? <laughs> I used to be sick, bro. We used to always lose to them. <laughs> nah, intramural, was, intramural basketball was, was – it was lit. It was like, fun. The gym would be popping. They had the Pop, music. Packed. Packed, packed. for the, the, the late night game upstairs, more, too. <laughs> more packed than our games. The intramural games were jumping, like – Facts, facts. So Israel, right? So we just talked about uh, community college and, you know, welcome to that next level basketball. But college basketball, this for real. You know what I'm saying? You, you don't even got the the scrubs who didn't make it out of JUCO. Yeah. These, is, these are the guys who has been serious about basketball, man. So yeah. how, did you have a welcome to the college basketball moment, man? Whether physicality, skill, or whatever? Uh, 
I mean, I came in thinking like, oh, like we just we just went to the final four. Like I'm about to come in here and start. Like this is this about to be my team. Like, yeah, I'm on the next <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm him. I'm him. I'm not worried about them. Uh, sure enough, came around. He said it wasn't like that. I wasn't him. <laughs> hey, come, he said come, it wasn't him. Come sit on the bench with me. Come, yeah, come talk to coach. Sit down. But not. Uh, it was cool. Um, we had a we had a, a lot of guys that could hoop. We had too many. That was my. We had too many dudes that could hoop. So it was cool. Like any, it could have been anyone's night. I mean, that was that was really cool about, about our team. Like one through fourteen could go out there and, and score. Like both years at SF, second year at SF State, we were we were legit. Um, the first year, I don't remember too much. I probably played like eight minutes a game, but. But no, nah, it was cool. Um, it was a cool experience. Uh, I, yeah, I enjoyed it. From the bit, I did enjoy it from the bench. You know what I'm saying? I was that I used to love in practice because I'd be scouting. I'm like, I'm about to serve these starters. I'm, I'm trying to serve all the starters. You know what I'm saying? Do whatever it takes. But I, I definitely did enjoy it though, playing or not playing. It was, it was cool. And, and what was your, you know, your favorite uh, SFSU moment, right? Or, or game or whatever it is. Like how you mentioned that story at Juco. Uh, this is, actually, I'll, I'll tell a funny story. I'll tell, I got a funny story. So Juco, I hope my coaches listen. We used to go out <laughs> before, like, before the games. Because we were nice. We, you know what I'm saying? We were, we were winning games. We would go out the night before, night after games, like party whatever that was juco party after games probably before games so i'm like yeah like i'm used to that i get to sf state it's uh it's one of the dude's birthdays i'm new i just got there like, oh let's go out like i'm saying like we're all 21 like let's go to the club whatever get bottle service i get i'm 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 loaded like he loaded. said i'm loaded yeah they're like oh like chill is we got conditioning tomorrow like i'm like nah like i've been doing like i've been doing i'm here like i've been doing i've been doing this we go to conditioning boy <laughs> he said i'm never drinking again so that college conditioning was way different like i'm done like i'm in the bathroom every like couple of minutes like coach like i don't feel good like i'm over line like I got a stomach ache, like I ate some bad food, but it's really, it's really that tequila. So that was <laughs> really, really that tequila. That was a funny moment right there. Cause it was like, okay, like I got to start being a little more serious. Like we can't just go out and party and, and act reckless. And, and was that, was that the moment that you were like, okay, like I, I got to understand was, where I'm at. Where I was like, okay, let me, let me, let me start to focus a little more on basketball. It's, it's, it's less partying and more, more school and basketball. Um, yeah. And then I don't know, like first couple of games, I actually started, um, at SS state, you know what I'm saying? Which was cool. Um, I don't know what it was. I might've got hurt or something, but once the, uh, regular season came around, I kind of just slowly started fading from like the seventh guy to the eighth guy to the ninth guy. And then I think at that point it was kind of like, okay, like, let me, let me pick it up. Let me, you know what I'm saying? Let me, let me figure out what I can do to contribute to the team, still be positive and support my guys, but I want to be out there. So that was kind of where I was like, okay, let me, let me figure it out. And didn't, I mean, I didn't, I didn't play as much as I wanted to play, but I feel like my game definitely got better from my first year at SF State to my second year. 
And what what would you what would you credit that to? Like what what was what was you just wanted to get better? You wanted to start? Or what was that? I just I mean I just wanted to play. So just figuring out like any way I could I could get out there taking charges, diving for loose balls, just figuring out the little things. Because we already had our scores. You know what I'm saying? We had Mr. Warren Jackson, probably one of the top. One of the <laughs> Shout out Detroit. <laughs> yeah, one of, the, one of the toughest dudes I've ever played against. So we knew, like, we knew at the end of the game it was going to Warren. So just figuring out ways I can get out there and help out. So I think that's where – same thing with, uh, with Juco, kind of just figuring out where I can fit in because I already know what these dudes are going to do. How can I contribute to the team in other ways other than scoring? You know, something something that, that that you mentioned, Israel, that I, I really want to give you props for because most people don't realize this is that when people come onto teams, like whether you know JUCO or, or or college, especially college level, sometimes people come on with that that big head that you had that oh I'm him, like this is my team, I'm I'm gonna come in here to be the closer. But yeah. like how you mentioned, most teams already got their closer. They're bringing you in to set some screens, to yeah. take some charges, <laughs> not not to score. Clap on the clap on the bench, you know what I'm saying? They just you're a feeling guy. Like as bad as it sounds, like you're just you're 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 a, a role player. Yeah. Yeah. Player. And and Israel, let me ask you something. So, you know, college basketball is, is tough, man. The, the the skill level is is way higher than, than than what most people think. So do you got any stories of somebody really cooking? Even if it's like Warren at practice or something like that, oh. or you getting cooked, <laughs> or, or you cooking somebody. Yeah, I never really cook. I used to get cooked though practice. Um, I'm trying to think. Um, our defense was like it was like more of like a matchup zone, so it was never really a chance for someone to like individually cook somebody. Thank God, but <laughs> thank God. I'm trying to think, and I wouldn't say I never really got because I wasn't out there enough to really get cooked. So, but um, wow, yeah, we we were we were a good defensive team. That was our thing. Our team was big on defense, so. It was it was no chance for no one to really cook us. Were you cooking anybody? You got to be real though. Ah, nah, 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 nah. nah. Uh, he says not even at practice. I, Israel, come on, bro. I seen you hoop in practice. Uh, I know you was out there in practice. Getting with team, it. I, I used to try, you know, what I'm saying, do my thing on the on the scout team, but uh, not really. Um, I wouldn't say cooking. Like I said, my first year JUCO was my. That was the one year I say I was really cooking. Like, but other than that, nah. I was just. I'm just hooping. I'm just trying. I'm trying to get my school paid for and and graduate at the end of the day. Well, hit them with the Marshawn. You know why I'm here. <laughs> exactly. Sad, sad. But our second year, though, our second year, I, I would say we were the best team in SF State history. Like, hands yeah. Down. I think we got to the high floor was 13th in the nation, which was cool. We got to go to the uh, NCAA tournament. We lost first round, unfortunately. But my second year, our team was was legit. Like. Like, that, was that was that one of your favorite teams? What all throughout your basketball high school? Hands down, one of my favorite teams easily. That that team, my senior high school, and my second year at JUCO, probably top three teams of all time. But that I said, it was different. Like we just connected, like as a unit. Like it was, it was, it was kind of weird, like how close we were. Like because we didn't really hang out outside of hoop, but once we got into the gym, it was like the chemistry was crazy. Hey, was was Kenny the white boy and got strapped? Was he on that team? Nah, he played. He he was on my Kenyatta team, but he went to uh, Texas A&M International. Oh, okay, okay. Laredo, Texas. Okay, okay. 
So Israel, like how we talked about with the, with Juco, man, what's one piece of advice for somebody that's in that, you know, that college style, not getting much burn right now, not really playing or whether they are playing, whatever it is, if they're trying to make that next step to pro to overseas, whatever it is, what uh, advice would you give them? You get I was my 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 journey was very lucky. I was very I got I, I was right. Stop place, it! Right. Stop serious. it! Stop we'll it, Israel. We'll get to, we'll get to that too after. But but um, I was very fortunate in my uh my transition. Uh, so my boy Kenny, he was actually on the team overseas, and he was like, "Yo, like we need some people. Like we need a couple of pieces. Like why don't you fly out here? You know what I'm saying? Try out, and we'll go from there." So. What ended up happening was bought a ticket, um, went out there, Spain, um, tried out. It was like a week tryout. Didn't really work out. Um, it was kind of like, uh, we don't know, we don't know. But there's this other team you could try out for, like in the same city. So went to try for them. Was killing it, like whatever. Same thing. They're like, ah, uh, we don't know. Like the money's not right. Blah blah blah. So. Say, what do you mean when you say the money's not right? Like, like we, didn't have money, we didn't have money for you. Like, okay, we didn't have money for you. We can't, you know what I'm saying? We can't bring you in. We might have another dude flying in. Um, so it's whatever. So I'm staying in a hotel. Like, I've probably been out there for maybe two, two, three weeks. I'm like, man, like, I don't know. Like, I don't know if it's for me. Like, this might be the end of the road. Like, let me just, um, let me give another week. Let me just, let me see what happens. You know what I'm saying? Um, give another week. I'm going to the game. So with the first team that I tried out for, my boy Kenny's team, he home basket. I'm going to the games, like trying to be supportive however way I can. So what happens, a dude ends up getting hurt. Um, one of the older dudes gets hurt. And they're like, damn, like, okay. Like, he's here. You know what I'm saying? Let's just sign him. So fortunate enough, I end up getting signed. Um, and I got to play, I want to say the last nine games or in the last nine games and I got to play a playoff game. So if dude never gets hurt, who who knows, you know what I'm saying, what happens. So it was just right place, right time. And I just had to take advantage of the situation. Um it was fun. Like playing back with my my old JUCO teammate, um two of the Americans we had, a couple of Spanish dudes. It was fun. That was probably the most fun I've had with basketball. Cause it was kind of like Coach don't speak English. It's just like go out there, you know what I'm saying, and who like there was no. And how was that language barrier? You know, communicating with your with your yeah, non-American I, teammates. I, I took and Spanish one or two in high school, so you know what I'm saying. I, you know, he, you know, he, the high school language. Son. He knows a little something. I'm saying a little Espanol, a little Alo. The Spanish was different out there. I, I would say that though. I don't know what it was like the accent or the speed of the Spanish, but it's different than you know what I'm saying. The Spanish they speak uh, out in California. California, yeah, yeah. It's got, it sounds like a lisp, right? Like, yeah, yeah, sure, yeah. Sure, a lisp. But um, it was cool. You know what I'm saying? Um, all the the Spanish players spoke English for the most part, so we were able to communicate through the coaches. Um, the coaches would say it was like, "Hey, get get the Americans the ball." <laughs> <laughs> That's what they would say, huh? Yeah, we also had, we also had a, a Spanish dude on our team. One of my boys, Ruby. I'm still cool with him. Tough. He was like cold. Tough, tough. Baby Luca. Tough. <laughs> All right. It was it was cool. Like hey, Luca's baby Luca. That man's 20 years old. <laughs> but um, now nah, it's funny. So 
my when I was out in Spain, Luca was on um Real Madrid. Madrid. So they're like, oh yeah, Luca's the future. I'm like, hell no. Like who's this <laughs> dude? Like they're like, oh yeah, he's gonna come to NBA. He's gonna be he's gonna be the real deal. I'm like, nah, like nah. we got LeBron, <laughs> Steph, KD. He's like, nah, Luca, they all like the whole city's like Luca, Luca, Luca. And sure enough. Man, that's that's crazy, actually. That's actually crazy to hear. That's that's an exclusive clutch talk story, man. That boy <laughs> killer. John, I'm like, hell no, Luca. Doncic, who? <laughs> You're like, who is this white dude? <laughs> but hey, but did you see him? Did you, did you get to watch him play in Spain when you were out there? Uh, and we would watch games. I never got the chance to see him live, um, but we would definitely watch games like. And could you tell when, because he was like 15 when he was in Spain, right? Like, could you tell, uh, like, even probably, at 15, he was different? He was probably 17 or 18 when I was out there. You could see it, but it's like, it's the You NBA. didn't think he was going to be this good, huh? I was like, okay, he's going to come on, maybe, you know what I'm saying, 15 points a game. Like, but nah, Man's out here, what does he play? Like, I think he was had like, what, 11 or 12 uh, playoff games. He's probably like 40 pieces in five of them. Like, some crazy. He is a problem. A problem. problem. Hey, Israel, we're going to pick your brain about that. We're we, we going to talk about that. So stay, stay stay tuned for that, man. We're going to talk about that, Luca, about that NBA playoffs. But Israel, man, whether you want to be humble about it or not, I'm not going to be humble for you, man. You did it, dog. You did it. You finally reached the pinnacle, man. And before we even get into, you know, your 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 time in Spain, both me and Junior just want to congratulate you, dog, for real. Yeah, as, that's huge. As much as you want to be humble about it and Kenny may have helped you and OG may have got hurt it don't matter because you did it because if you wasn't good and you wasn't putting in the work you wouldn't have got there so congratulations my dog for real man I appreciate that's it. huge man that's big ups to that that's huge so we, so this is where we are man we finally in Spain we finally got here you know I have a problem pronouncing your 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 team's name what's your team's name uh he home basket he home basket so Finally, a pro hooper. He home basket. I know you try to be humble, but you did put 11 points per game, six rebounds, one one assist, and three steals per game. You was out there like Pat Bev, man. <laughs> you was out there like a Pat Bev that plays, actually. But uh, so for, while you were at He home basket, you know, how was that? Uh, like how Junior mentioned, how was that culture shock, that language barrier, just everything? Like, what was the first moment you're like, fuck, like, I'm not in America? Uh, right when I got off the plane, they... <laughs> He said, right when I got off the plane, I knew I was in America. Like, I'm like, oh, man, because the uh, the manager picked me up, and she barely spoke English, too. So I'm like, like, damn, like, like how am That's I to? crazy. It was crazy. Like, and Kihon was, it was probably about 100,000 people. But it was like, that was the only team in the city. Well, they had a, uh, they got a soccer team who's in, like, the second division and they got some good. They got some good players out there. The Hihon team. They have a lot of uh, of young players that like they'll come from like the Barcelona youth teams and all that. And those who just don't make it at those top teams, they all go play for those teams. That's soccer. Hey, soccer games. Lit. Lit. Yeah. <laughs> Lit. I got, I, when we when we get to more Spain, I gotta ask you some questions about playing over there. But keep going. Easy. But um, nah, it was it was weird at first. Um, obviously I didn't have a team, so I was kind of you know what I'm saying I was very unsure most of the time, like. Is this the right decision? Similar to when I came back from Texas, like, am I doing the right thing? Like, I don't even belong here. Like, it was, it was, it was definitely difficult. Like, some definitely some low moments in my life. But um, again, I was fortunate to have one of my best friends there pushing me through the whole time. Um, mom was very supportive. Um, yeah, I think, I think just staying focused, like, 
knowing like my time was going to come definitely helped out. Um, Cause I was, I, I had to be there for a reason. It wasn't, it doesn't just happen. Like you don't just show yeah. up and you know what I'm saying? There had to be a bigger, it was a bigger, bigger, you know what I'm saying? Vision. So I was, I was very grateful that I stuck through it and was able to play, um, play with the team for a little bit. So. You yeah. believe in God, Israel? Yeah, for sure. I, hey, that's definitely God in my eyes, man. That's definitely God. God, God took care of that. But l- sure, let me ask, exactly. l- let me let me ask you a question, Israel. You know, Americans. When Americans look at uh, overseas sports and you know the Euro League, we see these gyms like it's cracking in there. Like they shooting off fireworks oh, in there. They cowbells. Yeah, so players. what was it crazy in there? Or I wasn't. Gink. So the the team he home basketball would be like the um, the top division in Spain back in the day. Like used to be one of the best teams in the country. I don't know if it was the funding or whatever, but we ended up dropping to the fourth division. But them games, boy, they got the horns, the horns going crazy. Like the fans are die hard. Like every fan knows you. Like it's crazy. Like like from the little kids to like old people want to take pictures with you. Like it was crazy. Like you definitely felt important. Like you definitely felt the love. Like that was the most most love I felt in basketball ever. You, they don't even speak English. They're like Israel. Like. Yeah, like they would make us food after the games, like what? Drink with us, come party with us. Like it was crazy. Like I felt like a celebrity for those, for those <laughs> like four those four months I was there. I, I felt I felt like a little celeb. You know what I'm saying? It was it was cool. Like people so, don't even come to me. Like people got our jerseys on. Like it's crazy. Like you see anybody with jersey on? Yeah, I'm signing. Yeah, I mean, how did that feel? I'm signing autographs after the game. Like, I can't believe it. Like me, signing, like what? Like you want my autograph? Like, it was, it was crazy. Like I was like, wow. I was like, wow. Like this is this yeah. Is That's really it. Yeah. Yeah. And and Israel, as we've as we've gone through with with each uh, journey and section and time in your life, man, what was your welcome to the pros moment? Because I know you had. Because that's different. Like that's like. College basketball ain't like, no, these dudes out here p- playing to feed their family. So, do you got a pros moment? Uh, no, I mean, to be honest, it was the basketball, I, was, I wouldn't say it was easier, but it was just, it's hard. The game was just different. Like, it was just, I don't know, like, the dudes weren't as athletic. It was more, they were more skilled than athletic. So, I was able, I was fortunate that I'm athletic. I was able to get around a lot of stuff, but the dudes were fundamentally sound. Like I'm talking about, you know, pump fake, jab step, like, like really skilled. So that I, that's what I would say was the difference. Like having to slow my game down because the game is a lot slower out there. Like it's not. Yeah, I mean, you not, see how Luca plays. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's how everybody wants to play like Luca out there. So definitely having to adjust that. Um, one thing I would say is like the. Uh, the travel rule, like I got called for a lot of travels my first couple of games. Like when you get it, you know, you got to put it down first. You know how we can get it, take that step and put it down. Like you have to get it, put the ball down, then go. Then take like, the step. Then take the step. That was that was weird to me. Um, and then the goaltending, that was weird too. Like you could like you could like hit it off the rim. Like if it's on the rim, you could dunk it. Like that was that was also a, a big adjustment for me too. Like if it's on the rim, dude could just you know what I'm saying just snag it off. Yeah, I'm like, damn, go to They're like, no. And the refs are terrible. The refs hate Americans. Like, yeah? Hey. Hey. I never got technicals in my career but until I got to Spain. 
he's just like, fuck. <laughs> Why just getting texts all over? Quick to, quick to call it. <laughs> quick. Don't speak no English, but we'll give you a tag right away. <laughs> he's like, what? What did I do? Uh, tag. We, we think you said something bad. Like, give him a tag. Like, yeah. <laughs> man. All right, all right. Well, Israel, man, what well, what piece of advice, man, do you got? Because I noticed somebody out there listening and saying, man, I'm trying to make that jump. I'm trying to make that jump like I Israel made. What can I do to reach that pro level? Um, I would say I know they do a lot of, like, the uh, summer camps, like, you know, like in Vegas, like the combine. I would say yeah. sign up for those. Um, from what I, I've never, I never got to go to one, but I would say I think that's the best way. And just to to market yourself, um, sending out emails, giving out calls is probably the best thing to do, honestly. Like, reach out. Don't don't wait for them to come looking for you, because they probably won't find you ever. You gotta you gotta reach out. Definitely um, put your name out there. That's what I would say. Put your name out there. And when you say that, what do you mean? You say like you know, send out mixtapes, like uh, like drafted emails, like go on to um. I forget what the database is, but there's databases that have all the coaches' emails, club information, um, all that. Send it out. Um, if you know people, um, reach out to them. Say, hey, do you know any teams out there? Do you know any people? Does your team need anybody? Just reaching out. Um, yeah. Because, I mean, basketball is, is – there's people everywhere in the world playing basketball. Like, it's universal. Like, if you could hoop, you can hoop anywhere. So – just, just reaching out. I say, don't, don't wait for them to come looking for you, because okay. they, they probably won't find you, honestly. Unless you, unless you're the real deal, you know what I'm saying? Unless you really him. Yeah, unless you, <laughs> unless you him. Yeah, they might not find you. Okay, okay. Well, hey, for all you college hoopers out there that want to hit the pro level, man, look at Israel as an example. So, Israel. So as we as we as we wrap up here, you know, I, I want to ask you a couple of quick hitters, man, and just a couple of quick questions. So just go ahead and uh, just f- first thing to come to your mind and, and answer freely, man. So and I got some too after you hit them too. Yeah, no, go go ahead, Jenner. Um, yeah. So w- which stage, Israel, of your basketball journey, whether it be you know at Palo Alto, whether it be AAU, uh, whether it, it be well, not that you you took off, but just any any time that you were playing basketball, whether it be Spain or SF State, Redwood City. Which journey, which stage of basketball did you enjoy most? Were, were you like, okay, like, I'm happy. Like, this is where I'm here, you know? Uh, I'd probably say in Spain because it was like, I, I did it. Like, I made yeah. it. I, I did I did what I want. I, I achieved my goal, and I can just have fun hooping. I don't have to worry about, like, damn, I got I to gotta get this many points. I got to do this. I got to do that. I was like, if I miss a shot, I miss a shot. If I... If I foul out, I foul out. I made it. So I think being in Spain was the moment I was like, okay, this is fun. Like, I, I enjoy this now. And did the thought ever cross your mind, like, I want to take this now from Spain, you know, maybe back to the league, go actually, you know, try to take a shot at the NBA. Did that ever cross your mind? Nah. Not at all. How come it never crossed your mind? Because that's, that's, that's the ultimate goal, though. Like, why, why did it never cross your mind? Nah. I, I was like, I just want to play. I, my goal was just to play at the highest level possible, become a pro. Um, I, I, I wish I would have stuck with it longer, you know what I'm saying? Um, but once I made, once I hit that, crossed that finish line, I was like, yeah, I did it. Like, you can't take for sure. I got, I got a jersey with my name on it and signed it. Yeah, I mean, that's 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 something that almost nobody gets to see. Yeah, so once, I, once I was signing jerseys, I was still sh- in, in shock when it happened, but I was like, okay, like, obviously, 
I, I, I think I made it. I, th I think I did what, what I wanted to do finally. So I think after that moment, I was like, whatever happens in life happens. So. All right, Israel. So next, next question I got for you, man, is out of your entire basketball journey, man, I know you've t gone to tons of AAU tournaments and gone to tons of different rival high school uh, campuses, college campuses in Spain. I'm sure it's cracking over there, but where is, where was, the hardest place for you to play like the arenas like whether it be something personal you got going on that the fans are just saying the craziest shit you've ever heard or like what was the hardest what was the hardest place for you to play uh the hardest place was probably college of marin okay uh, why is that that was the uh i want to say it was the elite eight to go to the final four my second year in juco um packed it's a small gym but packed though like yeah I can't, you can't hear anything. Like it's people like on the sideline, baseline, like on baseline. Yeah. On baseline. It was like one of those. That's how you know it's packed. Yeah. Nah. And it's like, it's like crazy white people though. Like screaming. <laughs> he said, just my, 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 my man was just playing against the Utah jazz and they didn't even know it. Yeah. It felt like we was in Utah. Like it was just being heckled. Like you can't hear anything. Like, and it's just a, it's a tough game. They're the, I'm going to say they were like the second seed and we're like the eighth seed. So it's their home game. So it's, I'm talking about, I can't even hear coach. Coach is flustered. We're flustered. Um, but it ended up coming down to the wire. I think we won by maybe one or two points, but that was probably like, I was nervous. We were all nervous. I remember telling my boy, like, yo, like, I can't, I can't do this right now. Like, so, so let me, let me ask you something, Israel. So, did you, a lot of people don't get that chance, you know, to play in front of hundreds and hundreds of people, even thousands of people. Uh, did, did you, cause some people say that, you know, it amps them up. It gets them like, hell yeah, let's do this. But some people get that jitters and shut down. What did you get? I got jitters and shut down. Cause it's not, it's not your, it's not your gym. Like it's, it's everybody else against you. Like it's, it was probably maybe 500 people in a little gym like, that's crazy it's, it's 515 against against eight or nine dudes so it's like like damn like this is tough um yeah it just i mean it depends. It makes a difference. i'll say as a state though like when we have the tv games you'd be cracking that state you'd be cracking that state they don't know the tv games get packed so i would say that was that's when you like feel amped up when you got people you know what i'm saying cheering for you supporting you but yeah but it's tough going on the road and everybody screaming at you. And I'm I'm a younger. I probably say now nah, I can handle it, but as, as a younger, like I was probably 19, 20, like trying to respond to what they're saying and all that. Huh? It's hard to tune it out. And yeah, I bet defense got down score, execute. It's tough. So I say yeah, that game of Marin was that was the one. That was the one. Man, that's different. So let me ask you then, um, between the the poor where you almost, you know, kind of gave up on basketball when you were when you were in Texas at first and you said you weren't playing anymore, you were done, you know, after high school when you played at Lake Show and you couldn't get those offers to the point where you were in Spain. Like so how how many years was that span that you know that that journey? Um, so that's from twenty came back I came back twenty thirteen. So twenty thirteen uh 2018 so that's a five-year journey so you went through a lot in five years man that's a five that's a long hey even more hats off to you israel because you kept yeah. strong you 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 held it down man that's a long time most people give up in 30 days yeah 
that's, man, man, that's, that's in, inspiring. So, so and, and in your whole time that you that you've played, even I guess even then high school, if you want to count that too, who's the best player you ever played with? Like I gotta say, who's the best super you ever played with? with besides, hey, hey, Israel, be I humble. Besides me, besides me, besides John, can I do a top. Uh, I do a top. Oh, that's tough. You could do a top. You could do like if I had to say so like Israel. Like, point guard for sure, Warren. Warren. Yeah. Warren. Warren was clean. Warren was nice. I'm not gonna lie. Warren was I nice. You seen him, Jr. That boy. He's different. Different, like a a bucket, like bucket, like anywhere, <laughs> bounce, like nah, yeah. And what is he? What is he doing now? Is he still playing? Uh, I think he he's was- back. I think he's back in Detroit. He comes back and forth between the between California and Detroit, but um, okay. I really nobody on my team's hoops anymore, honestly. Um, oh, that already answered my next question. Damn. Oh, <laughs> my, my, my next question is: Do you know anybody who went pro? Uh, I got a couple, but back to the back to the tough. It's probably Warren, um, Aubrey Dawkins. I uh, played with him in high school. A good friend of mine. Uh, I don't know if you, he played at UCF. I don't know if you guys remember when UCF played Duke in the tournament when they had Zion. Frankie Ferrari. No, Aubrey. Oh. Oh, 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 oh sorry. I, th- I thought you were talking about the, the, the little dude at UCSF. Never mind. Uh, when they played, so he played at UCF, UCF and they ended oh. up playing uh, Duke in the, almost like the Sweet 16. Um, he ended up going for like 34. I'm serving. Damn. Yeah. Well, I was Zion buckets. Oh, yeah. He was giving, he was giving Zion, RJ, uh, and what's the other dude they had? Um, what else did they have on that team? Somebody else. They had three dudes that got drafted, but he was giving them all buckets. He had like 34, tough. So I say him. Well, uh, my boy Ron G, uh, Rondell Goodwin. He probably, probably, I give him number one all time. He's, uh, he played with me at Juco. He's in his, I'm going to say his sixth year, sixth year overseas. He just got back from guitar. Uh, went to Chaminade, was uh, first team all Maui Invitational. So he was giving, he was working UNC, like all those D1s getting out the work. So I'd probably give it to him. And what about this player you played against? Played against? Yeah. Uh, Again, besides me. Besides (laughs) John? Ooh, that's tough. (laughs) Uh, I'm trying to think, played against, probably, you know what I'm saying, Aaron Gordon. we played, I'm sure we played a handful of dudes in AU. Uh, the soldiers, anybody on that soldiers team. Uh, the soldiers team was nice. <laughs> Every soldiers team was nice. I, I don't even know why we signed up for them tournaments just to lose. Them <laughs> dudes are different. Yeah, anybody on them teams. Uh, trying to think who else. Who else do we play against? I mean, shit, Aaron Gordon is a pretty good shout. That's, yeah, that's, 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 that's a pretty good name. Yeah, <laughs> it's going to be hard to top that one. It was one dude at UC San Diego. UC San Diego. Uh, what was his name? Kawhi Leonard. <laughs> <laughs> nah, UC San Diego uh, is D two. Um, what was his name? Adam Cl- Adam Clee, Adam Clay, or something like that. Lefty, uh-huh. white dude. Cold. Cold. Oh, because we never we never beat UC San Diego. That was the one team that always got us at SS State. So I would say, yeah, he was he was legit. Okay. 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 So Israel, man, as we're, you know, as we're, we're, we're really wrapping up here and winding down again, you know, I, I, I know I've told you this and I know you, I know you, you know, outside of this, this podcast, I knew you a humble guy, Israel, 
But again, man, I got to congratulate you, dog. I got to congratulate you because you made it to the pinnacle, man. You made it to professional sports. And again, like 95% of people who have that dream to play basketball don't do it, man. So congratulations. And I want to ask you, you know, as we, as we wrap up, what's one piece of advice that you would give somebody who is trying to go pro no matter where they're at, whether they're kindergarten or whether they're in a senior year of high school, what's one piece of advice that, that helped you go pro and something that you held on to the whole time? Uh, you gotta, you gotta expect and deal with adversity. That's, it's gonna, it's gonna come eventually. It, it's, it's not clear when it's gonna happen or how it's gonna happen, but we all have to go through adversity. It's, it's just part of life and, and basketball, it's gonna happen. Unless you're, you know what I'm saying, LeBron James, Michael Jordan, you know what John I'm Costa. Yeah, 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 for sure, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, but all seriousness, though, like, adversity is going to come, and it's just how you respond to it. Um, and having to just keep keep responding. Don't let it don't let it beat you up. Don't let it eat you up. Don't don't let it make you give up. Um, just just push through. I know, and I know it sounds cheesy, and but it's, no, real. it's true. But it's, it's true. real. Yeah, it's what it is. No, it's real. So, okay. No, for okay. sure. So let me get my last my last question here. Um, what's next for Israel as a hooper? Like, is this it? Are we uh, are we calling it on basketball? Are we? Israel, Israel. I just, I just hooped yesterday. I'm still hurting. I went to. <laughs> I, I hooped yesterday. I'm still hurting. I'm hurting. So yeah. I don't know. I mean, I try. I try and get my my open gym running every now and then. My little cardio, um, but yeah, uh, it would be nice. You know, what I'm saying to find a little. I mean, I joined up for a little men's league. You know, every now and then, but but that's probably the most you get out of me. I'm transitioning to becoming a teacher. Um, got my first offer, um, so I'm start teaching in the fall. So, man, that's what's up. Congratulations. That's hey Israel, I got a I got a max contract for you when I pull when I put together my man my men's league team. I got a so, max contract for you. Four years. You can have whatever you want, whatever jersey number you want. Just play on my team. What do, do we play? Where at? We gonna play the Wanna Creek. Wanna Creek be having the best men's league run. You know where that's at? We got that one gym. Uh, the facility. The um, they got the nice gym right by De La Salle, right? Oh, the ultimate field house. Yeah, yeah, that yeah, the ultimate field. We, we we can pull up over there. You, you can, uh, you junior and I'll and we'll pick up two other ones. Sure, I'm with that. Yeah, I, I'll come through. <laughs> I'm always down for a good good hoop run. So definitely, definitely. But Israel, man, first of all, thank you, man. Thank you very, very much. You know, for coming on and 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 doing this interview with us. And you know, like how you mentioned, you said. What's next for, for Israel? Forget the basketball, man. You know, you said that the, the, the teacher stuff. So congrats, congratulations on that, man. Because realistically, if you look at your life and you look at your basketball journey, man, like you're the, you're the template of using basketball to achieve your dreams and to, to achieve your life and to be able to get where you get what you want to get out of life, Israel. So from all the way Houston, Texas, bro, when you were born to now, dog, like congratulations, dog, you did it. And Man, like, I, we cannot wait to see what's next for Israel. Forget the basketball, man. I mean, bat, we love basketball, but we can't see what's next for you just as a man, as a person, and as, as, as a homie, man, as a homie. So thank you very much for coming on, Israel. I appreciate it. Thank you for having me. Appreciate it's you coming good. on, man. It was awesome oh, talking to you. Oh, Lakers. Yes, sir. <laughs>
Hey, Israel, before hey, before we sign off, this is a debate podcast. So, you know, we got to talk about the league and a little bit what's going on. So le- let me just pick your brain a little bit. Israel, man, how you feeling about the NBA playoffs right now? Uh, it's, it's cool. My team, my team's not playing, but you know what I'm saying? It's, it's good basketball. What's your it. team, Lakers? Yeah, come on, baby. Yeah. <laughs> we love to hear that over here. <laughs> come on now. And are are you are you watching the the Suns and De- Denver game right now? Because as we're recording, that's the game. Yeah. yeah and and who do you, who do you got coming out of that? I hope I hope the Suns when they beat up on us, they better win. For real, huh? Okay. And then uh, how, how about the East, man? You know, we got Atlanta and the Sixers, and then we got we got Milwaukee and the and, and Brooklyn. We who, who got uh, coming out of those two? Nets. Nets shouldn't lose a single game from here on out. I don't think. Like a single, like they should sweep every other team that they play until until the finals. They should sweep until the with that roster. Yeah, they bet they should they shouldn't lose any games. Honestly, I don't think so. And, and even though even though Harden is you know he's out now with that with that hamstring, if that doesn't doesn't phase you, they don't need him <laughs> at all. They, don't need him. they got Kevin Durant. I, I'll say this on I'll say this live. Kevin Durant is the best player in the NBA right now. Okay, right now. I, I'll take right now. I'll take right now. Because LeBron not playing. I, I, nah, Kevin Durant's cold, bro. Kevin Durant's cold. I can't give LeBron no more after today. <laughs> not after today. After, after his performance in the playoffs, I can't. I'm sorry. Even hey. a healthy Bron? We'll see. He, he changed his jersey number. We'll see We'll see when six Bron comes. We'll see what he's talking about. But 23 Laker Bron? Man, that's that's a champion, though. That's a champion. That's a, that's a champion. Sure, but... He ain't got no skill, man. I'm real. I'm real. Well, I think, but I gotta, I gotta give him a little deduct though, because man, he was playing off that, off that ankle sprain, and yeah, you see, no, <laughs> Israel's you, like, you, come you, on, hey, dude. no, bro, you <laughs> see, you, you see, you see that supporting cast though. You man, you gotta listen to a couple podcasts back. I read the stats, man. Yeah, you had you got to trade Kuzma, forty percent, huh? Got to trade Kuzma, get him yeah, out. No, but you got dudes who are shooting forty percent of the season, shooting twenty percent, like. They saw the lights and they folded. Like that, that was the worst thing about that supporting cast. They did nothing. And then obviously can't even talk about how tragic it is that my boy AD had to go down in the playoffs. Like, man. Yeah, but that's a, that's that's a result. That's a result of that. I, I I mean, I can sit here and talk all day about how, you know, just irresponsible it was for the league to rush the season and yeah. compress all these games. And and we saw it happen, you know, right there. Yeah. Not just the Lakers, with teams getting hurt all around. Look at the Nets. James Harden is out. And, a lot of injuries, and, and that's why that's why I give so much credit to Nicole Yogish, man, because he was one one of the four teams that went deep in the playoffs last year, and they're still there. You know what I mean? Even though they're losing to the to the Suns right now, they're down one zero. They're still out there, you know. And none of the other four teams are. The Heat are gone, Lakers are gone, Celtics are gone. You know? Yeah. So Israel, man, as the for, for last question, the pod, you know, so we we don't we don't want to take up all your time. You know, we know you got a whole lot of pro contracts to go sign. So, <laughs> Israel, man, let me let me ask you this last question, Israel. Out of all the teams that's been eliminated so far, it, it, if they don't all come to your head, I, I can I can read them off to you. Which team to you is most close, like w- most close to being one piece away from from being a championship? I, I do you know all the teams that've been eliminated so far? You want me to read them off to you real quick? Mavs, uh, Lakers, who else? Grizzlies, Grizzlies, Wizards, uh, Hawks. I mean, I mean, not Hawks. Hawks. I'm sorry, not Hawks. Knicks. They probably gonna eliminate it though. Knicks. I say the Mavs. The Mavs. Mavs are one one score away from, I think, from a championship. And who and who's that score? 
don't know. I don't know. They need they need somebody who could really go though. I don't know who it is, but they're they're one piece away, I think. For okay. sure. Okay. All right. Definitely, definitely. Well, we're gonna have to stay tuned, stay tuned to see, man, because you know, we got these finals coming up. It's gonna be a good a good uh end of the season here. And I can't wait to see what's next for Israel, man. I want I want to see Israel the teacher. There we go. Yeah. <laughs> I want to see Israel the teacher. <laughs> but I, I appreciate both y'all, man. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, no, of course. Of course. It's all good. Jenner, you got any last words for the fans? Nah, man. I just appreciate y'all hanging on with us and uh and, and, and listening. I think this was a great episode. I mean, I'm just excited for everybody to listen to this because this was a good one. This one, this one was a real good. Who are we hooping? Israel, dog. As soon as you come out to the East Bay, I'm, East I'm gonna Bay? find a gym. I'm, oh, I'll go to you. I'll go. Where are you at right now? I'm in Daly City. Oh man, I, I pull up over there whenever. I'll pull up over there whenever. We, we and we go. We'll go to the. Uh, we'll pull up to the Mashuv. Even if they, even, I, I don't know, but even if they close, we still gonna get in there. We are gonna be like, you know who we are. We we built this thing, man. We had these right. in the real games rocking. <laughs> thank you thank you though israel man we really really appreciate it of course have a good night y'all all right y'all, right, we out of y'all. let's talk out after you take brandy to the prom you coming back to school with shades on your head literally looks like a jersey that you would leave out on the side of the street to get picked up by the garbage company like the next day me and Matt say we're 6'4", but I think we're each probably an inch shorter than that. Me rounding up hurts nobody, helps everybody. Basketball tales so strange, you didn't know that you didn't know them. So listen up, y'all. It's NBA Storytime, available wherever you get your podcasts.